Welcome back to another episode of Purely His Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Armstrong, and today I'm going to be talking about love. What is true love? What is God's love? Let's jump into it. Hey guys, so good to be back with another episode, and I'm going to be talking about love. And this might not be a super long podcast, but I... You know, I was just communing with the Lord actually about an hour ago and just kind of talking to him and this kind of popped in my spirit to come do a podcast on this. So I'm just going to start by um, reading 1 Corinthians 13. And I feel like, you know, the one thing about love is for some reason for not maybe all people, but a lot of us, we could confuse what true love is. What is God's love? What does that look like? What does that sound like? What are we commanded? What is God commanding us to do? And what does he mean by the scriptures that you read when he commands us to love one another? So I'm going to start. Um, yeah, so I'm going to start in 1 Corinthians 13 and just kind of read. This is a longer scripture. I might stop in between or I might just read the whole thing. But so it says, if I speak in tongues of men of angels, Actually, let me stop real quick. So <laughs> before I get into this, this scripture is literally so convicting when you read it because this kind of blows everything out of the water to know that we can have all of these gifts, all of these talents, be anointed by God, but if we have not love, we have nothing. And how important it is for us to walk in the love that, that God is asking us to, walk in true godly love. And so, okay, so starting with verse one, it says, if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all the mysteries and all the knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. Oof, man, this is so, so, so good. So basically, I'm going to stop there before I go into what true love, what true God, God's love is. But when we look at that, that could be so convicting, especially for leaders, if there's any leaders listening. Just the reminder that, you know, your gifts, the gifts from God are not something that somehow gives you a card or a license to say, you know, because I have this gift or I'm a good singer, a worship leader, um, I have a ministry because of that. I like, it's okay for me to not be loving to people. Like I can just kind of, you know, use my gift on stage and then treat people unkindly. So it says in, in four, it says, this is true love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking, meaning seeking for itself. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Wow. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love 
never fails. Those are all of the attributes that God is saying, this is what true love is. And I encourage you to read, read over this. This is somewhere that often I, you know, open up to and I have to remind myself, even like have a painting in my room of what is love because the culture will begin to twist your thinking and, and, and make it very external and think that love is just saying it um, or affection. But, but this is what God's love is. Stay in love and know that love is your greatest command above all things, above putting out those ministry videos, above getting on that stage. Love is your greatest commission. And the love that he was talking about is the love that I was explaining about your patience, about your kindness. And it's amazing because I thought one time when I read it, I was thinking, hmm, I think that's interesting. It's not a coincidence that he put patience first. How many times do we talk about patience? Because I feel like the probably the number one thing that the across the board that people can struggle with is being patient. And it's like, are you patient when someone cuts you off in the road? Are you patient when, you know, that person shows up late? Or are you patient when, um, you know, if you're a mom, like your kids are saying that one thing over and over or they keep doing it or um, your husband, you know, does whatever that same thing that annoys you or whatever it is. Are you patient and are you kind? Are you having patient and kind responses to people around you. And I definitely don't think that that is just, you know, a coincidence that that's first because he knew that would be a main factor or a main thing that people could struggle with and know that they need to deny themselves. So reminding ourselves of this on a daily basis is the best thing that we can do. Something that I do because we forget we in those moments of intensity we could have you know we could forget what we are supposed to be walking in and you know honestly when you have the holy spirit inside of you like i've experienced i have the choice in the moment where there's a that split second where the holy spirit's like no don't respond like that or don't don't say anything or or right after saying oh you you weren't love when you spoke that you said that out of um, irritants or you weren't being kind and that's what the Holy Spirit is for he leads us into all truth and he only speaks what the father tells him to speak isn't that such a powerful thing like the Holy Spirit is literally the spirit of God and it and I wish I could look it up the exact scripture but it says that he only says what God is saying so when you hear that that is that is strictly from God when you hear the Holy Spirit convict you of something or make you feel a certain way after like that is also something I've thought about too is that's also God's grace like the fact that we say something and we feel it like a little conviction or oh that felt like that was wrong that is a blessing from the Lord because it's always his kindness it's always God's kindness that leads us to repentance and you know you may be listening and you feel like you kind of don't feel like you kind of operate not in love towards people and you don't really feel bad about it anymore and all of us could have a moment or a time like that because when you decide not to listen to that that prompting of when you're about to respond or whatever for some reason you you begin to like lull 
or silence the Holy Spirit's voice. Like it starts getting really dim the more you dis- you disobey. But the cool thing about it is through repentance, when we repent of not listening and not obeying the Holy Spirit when he told us to do or not to do something, his voice starts becoming loud again. And that's our opportunity and his grace. And we can just thank him for that. Thank him for that guidance that leads us into all truth. So Romans 12, 9 says, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourself. Wow. That's the part right there that shows you, that just wraps up God's love to know that it's loving other people above ourselves. So kind of like, I don't know if you've listened to the forgiveness podcast, I mentioned laying down your life where the scripture that says laying down your life for your friends, meaning dying to yourself, treating others like you would like to be treated regardless of their response. And so this scripture is saying the same. So it's basically saying, honor one another. That's huge. Honor one another above yourself. Jesus, wash the disciples' feet. That was the most amazing representation as well of humility. He was honoring them above himself. He was showing the ultimate in service because we are called to be servants. So I just have two more scriptures I want to read. John 14, 21 says, Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will love my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. So he's basically saying that if we love God, this is the major factor. If we love God, then we'll love people. He's saying you must love people to actually love me. You can't say you love me without loving people. And Galatians 5.14 says, For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. I love reading that because in times where I think about all the laws and all the things that God has, you know, the things that Jesus spoke of that were our commands to follow, sometimes I'm like, am I, am I following what he's asked us to do? And then I read that scripture and I remember, oh, he said, love, basically fulfill. Love is the sum of everything that he commands. So if we are loving, we know that if we are loving people, we know that we are loving God and we are in a good place. (laughs) So this is true love. This is God's love, honoring others above ourselves. And I'm going to just end with reading this Um, One more time, just what love is. So love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. I encourage you to get in 1 Corinthians and read that scripture daily. Paint it on 
a canvas and put it on your wall if you have to or go and buy yourself something that reminds you of that love chapter because this is what will really change your life. This is what will bring that feeling of I know that I am in a good place. I know that God is pleased. I know that I truly love God because I am loving people. Thank you for joining me again today. I will see you next podcast.